With your help, we can continue to fight for freedom. This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom and donate today. Simply go to tntradio.live. You're with Hervoye Morich on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. All righty. Happy Wednesday. The next two hours I will have joining me. Uh, first hour for the first time, Chris Crowley, an attorney and decorated Gulf War uh, veteran who is fighting a defamation lawsuit related to free speech out in Florida. And uh, he's being supported by John Whitehead of the Rutherford uh, Institute. Uh, I, I may have uh, had a hand in helping uh, Rutherford, helping Chris Crowley get uh, backing by the Rutherford um, Institute. I had John on my podcast last year, amazing work that they do. So we'll be talking about that. And then uh, Simon from Florida, second hour to get the latest on what's happening in the world of geopolitics. And in America, it's being reported now that the typical American household must spend an additional $11,434 annually just to maintain the same standard of living they enjoyed in January of 2021, two years ago. So talk about neo-feudalism, talk about the Great Reset. It is it's going exponential now. Uh, you know, this is the the, the the collapse of the empire, the dollar. I mean, in just in two years, the middle class average um you know household spending eleven thousand dollars in two years that is absolutely insane i've been freaking out about this for the last couple of years i because i think this is um an important point because uh again the middle class is important is important as well from a political standpoint if they are successful in wiping out the middle class there goes much of the potential resistance to tyranny also jeffrey snyder popular economic analyst uh he comments that banks around the world are preparing for something again not good some political news air force u.s air force warns troops to avoid pro-trump patriot rally the u.s military leadership at the minot air force base in north dakota recently sent service members a text message warning them that their continued service could be in jeopardy if they attend a local rally featuring a speaker from an organization that has historically been supportive of president former president trump it's kind of odd that it's north dakota of all places the text message cautioned personnel who were thinking of going into town while the event was taking place to be careful reach out for any concerns and they warned that participation with groups such as Turning Point Action could jeopardize their continued service in the U.S. military. Talk about tyranny. Uh, also, Special Counsel Jack Smith demanded information on Twitter users who liked or retweeted former President Trump's tweets leading up to J6, according to a heavily redacted search warrant and other documents released uh, earlier this week again talk about tyranny get in trouble for retweeting the president's tweets 
So that makes you a terrorist. I mean, in what country you retweet the president's tweets, that makes you a terrorist. I'm just like face palming right now. And, and I, I never thought we'd be here in such clown. I don't even call it clown world anymore. This is like clown cosmos, clown universe. I mean, to retweet your president's tweet is now in the eyes of the government criminal. Who's crazy here? <laughs> it's just nuts. Ireland, Irish lives matter deemed racist slogan by BLM supporting politician. Irish inspector says the slogan Irish lives matter that was spray painted on the fence is being traded as treated as a hate incident. Um, and, and, and that goes with um, an announcement earlier today by the Irish media a minister. I'm trying to pull it up, uh, was which really uh, irked my ire. Um, was it Cat Catherine Martin? basically has come out and said that she's calling on the public to report any hate speech they see uh, online they're rolling out, out this sort of stuff and these people are nuts uh, so you know that's going on in uh, Ireland we, they say we are under no illusions that Irish lives matter is a racist slogan which is directly counterposed to movements against the oppression faced by black people and other ethnic minorities I mentioned yesterday Ireland uh they're rolling out the facial recognition, right? So now they'll be able to spot the person who spray painted Irish lives matter. Um, also being report reports that UK should rejoin EU to fix Brexit, Brexit says Frau Ursula Gertrude von der Leyen. Richard Wellings had this to say, the global globalist elite plan to push the UK back under EU control after they installed the trilateral commission's Keir Starmer as prime minister. This is also like fake conservative ministers have been sabotaging the economy with high taxes and red tape. So, hey, maybe the UK comes back home to the uh, EU and... Um, I thought I'd comment on that as well. Geopolitical analyst uh, Velina Chakorova, um, who, who's some of whose stuff I enjoy. I sort of don't like the the the, the tone they that they, they they take. Velina says Putin openly admits in his latest speech that he wants to create a union with Belarus and Ukraine, as if like that's a bad thing. You know, I'm not at least admit what we are doing in the West. My comment was. Yeah, but Putin's merely copying the new and reborn European empire, Velina. European Union is an empire, or a new European Soviet. You know, Klingendale EU think tank says that the Euro Putin's Eurasian Union to integrate Russia and Belarus is based on the European Union. Academic Wolfgang Streak says the European Union is a liberal empire. Uh, another academic article says that the EU would be classified as a new type of empire. Wilson Center says the EU is a neo-medieval empire. So please, Valina, before, uh, uh, what's the quote? You know, before um, judging others, take the take out of your own eye, right? The, the, the splinter. So Europe is an empire and Russia is uh, also has imperial uh, aspirations. Uh, real quick. Uh, if if you enjoy listening to TNT radio and think we're doing a good job, do let us know. Leave a like or a positive review or comment on Facebook, Gab, 
getter do leave a podcast review on the podcast platforms like apple and spotify for tnt radio it's a big help uh helps us get the word out as we cover the biggest topics of our time on tnt radio keeping the commitment 24 7 i've been in the car all day and i got to listen can't get enough of it you guys are doing a great job today's news talk radio tnt the so-called fact-checking group NewsGuard is reportedly selling censorship technology partially funded by taxpayer dollars to a slew of companies, including Microsoft and its AI-powered bot Bing Chat. Here with the story joining me now is TNT Radio News producer Adam Clark, a.k.a. Ruckus. Thanks, Rory. Yeah, this one is fun. Um, NewsGuard is a for-profit company that provides news websites with quote-unquote reliability ratings and apparently it's selling its quote-unquote misinformation fingerprints tool that's the name of the tool misinformation fingerprints they're selling it to microsoft and other private companies after of course uh we we now realize uh it was awarded a grant from the federal government to develop the technology yeah you might have heard of this one. This uh, company, NewsGuard, was founded in 2018. It has a history of perpetuating established narratives on topics ranging from COVID-19 to the Russia-Ukraine conflict and ostracizing countering viewpoints. There was also a report uh, recently how they were working with the Pentagon. So you've probably heard about these people. Uh, the company uh, developed its rating system to rank various media outlets based on nine allegedly quote-unquote apolitical criteria providing a score of zero to 100. NewsGuard's website states that it aims to help readers quote counter misinformation using its quote transparent tools end quote. Critics have accused the company of attempting to censor and undermine the credibility of conservative-leaning news outlets while masquerading as a so-called independent fact checker, according to the Federalist, NewsGuard previously received $750,000 in taxpayer funding in the form of a federal grant through the Small Business Innovation and Research Program to help with the development of its misinformation fingerprints technology. The tool, according to the company's website, is, quote, the most comprehensive data set of provably false narratives online, end quote. Uh, it adds, quote, NewsGuard's global team of misinformation analysts maintains the Internet's most complete machine-readable catalog of top false claims circulating online, end quote. The company notes that the tool can be used to, quote, search for content containing mis- and dis-information, that it also, quote, understands quote, understand, it can, can be used to, quote, understand mis- and disinformation risks, end quote. Uh, it can also be used to, quote, help government agencies and intelligence teams evaluate real-time disinformation narratives and, quote, keep abreast of the evolving landscape of brand-related misinformation that could harm client reputation, end quote. It is unclear how the company determines whether the content contains disinformation. NewsGuard explains that the quote-unquote misinformation tool is, quote, different from fact-checking, end quote, because it generates machine-readable formats that can be, quote, ingested by large language models, end quote. 
Last time I checked, that's artificial intelligence. The tool also assesses the, quote, risk of harm, end quote, level of the so-called false claim while providing information about how the information is spreading online. This wonderful Big Brother insane dystopian tool is now being sold to a number of private companies. According to the Federalist, Microsoft purchased the misinformation uh, fingerprints to, quote, train Bing chat. NewsGuard stated, quote, Microsoft trusts the fingerprints as ethically reported, responsible and unbiased data to train Bing chats, large language models to provide accurate responses to prompts on topics in the news and reduce their propensity to spread false claims, end quote. Uh, and there are others that are using this tool or we're going to be able to now, Herbori. What do you think about this one? I mean, absolutely crazy and just more of the same. Um, you know, it's just continuing with the trend that people like yourself and myself have been looking at for years and years. And now, um, it's, you know, NewsGuard is Pentagon, basically. Why, why are they dressing it up? It's literally like, you know, the the the, the hellish pits of some dungeon in, in the Pentagon or, 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 or DARPA. Uh, NewsGuard. Uh, it's it's Pentagard. You know, I call YouTube uh, Pentagon Tube. Um, I call PayPal Pentagon Pal. Uh, NewsGuard is 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 Pentag Pentagon Guard. Um, pretty much. There's no, you know, objectivity here, neutrality, none of this. And you know, I don't even think fake news should even be a thing or misinformation. You know, if we go back before, you know, I don't 2010 early 2000s this really wasn't a thing you know there was just information out there and people consumed it and made up their own minds and now what they're trying to do is basically what they're telling us you can't think for yourself don't think we are going to do the job for you we're going to tell you what is true what is not uh true and i think one of the words uh the, the keywords here is mal information as some people have pointed to in the past that's information that is true but that's inconvenient for the totalitarian regime so really what they're dealing with is malinformation people who are trying to get the truth out it's inconvenient so pentagard is going to label it fake news and delete it from the scene uh you know i'm wondering at some point if microsoft will deploy this uh pentagard in my microsoft word i mean we might as well call microsoft at this point uh pentasoft Pentagon soft. Uh, and you know, if you're, you're typing in a sentence in your word processor, Biden is a dictator, and it automatically auto auto corrects it and, and puts in Trump or something else. Um, it's really insane, Ruckus. We need to get off all of these platforms. I use LibreOffice. I, I don't use Microsoft Word, you know, de-Google your life, use Linux, whatever uh, your thought, your further thoughts. Well, there's one part of this that sucks. Apparently, Jiffy or Giffy, depending on how you like to pronounce the word GIF, the, it's the it's one of the popular integrations of the animated graphics uh, GIFs on your phone and social media platforms. Uh, they have now integrated this misinformation fingerprints tool into its online search engine to, quote, quickly identify and address content that risks spreading misinformation through its platform, end quote. That's right. We, who knew we were spreading misinformation by posting GIFs or GIFs, whatever you want to call them. 
Um, so that sucks because I already find it difficult enough on Jiffy or Giffy as well as Tenor, the other big one, to find those like, you know, real juicy, like, you know, contentious uh, animated pictures. Uh, I guess they're going to be gone forever now, unfortunately. You got to go to the dark web, the, the the telegrams and all that. And just one more point in this article, it says in 2020, the company won a Pentagon and Department of State contest for detecting COVID misinformation and disinformation. That for me is just another tell that COVID was a Pentagon operation like RFK Jr. and others have. Um, yes, I think Sasha Latipova and others have um, accurately assessed. Uh, all right, um, Ruckus, catch up with you. In a bit, we have Chris Crowley, uh, attorney and the Gulf War veteran, uh, coming on to discuss his free speech case. Phone lines are, are open, but if you do call in, please try to stay uh, um, with the theme. We'll be right back. Rick Munn on TNT Radio. There was a, a statement that I saw last week that I thought was quite interesting from one of these uh, web spokespeople, the World Economic Forum spokesperson. And one thing that she said that I thought was quite interesting was she said, you know, um, there has been a little bit of a tail off with people buying into the vaccine narrative and she blamed that on people like us spreading so-called missing disinformation. She said that climate change was a little bit too much of an abstract concept for people to really grab and get their heads around so that's not really taking off the way they want to either and then she said something very interesting she said you know what when the water crisis comes people will understand that because it's simple and everybody needs water and if you don't have water for a few days at a time you'll know all about it so maybe you know we're hypothesizing a little bit about what's what it's going to take to grab people and bring them back on board again with a world economic forum type narrative could this be what it is locked in loaded with rick munn on today's news talk tnt radio affordable housing we can build that sustainable housing we can build that at mit modular we understand the importance of housing for all and the importance of design cost and functionality our goal is to meet the needs of our growing population by converting shipping containers to livable units if you're like-minded and in a position to invest in something meaningful and life-changing, we want to hear from you. We are a team of professional architects, engineers, and financial and tax experts dedicated to offering unique solutions that provide a brighter future. Our Opportunity Zone Fund offers investors both real estate and operating business diversification, five-year tax deferral on capital gains, annual tax benefits, and ultimately tax-free appreciation potential. There are opportunity zones all over America. If you're interested in learning more about our services, need affordable housing, or want to participate in creating a new vision for tomorrow, give us a call in the U.S. on 385-985-5702 or read more at MITModular.com. MIT Modular. We can build that. We don't rock. rock. We talk. talk. Today's News Talk. TNT Radio. Joining me on the Rebel Transmission is Chris Crowley, an attorney, decorated Gulf War veteran who served in Iraq and Kuwait and was a lieutenant colonel in the U.S. Army Reserve for 20 years, was also a candidate for Florida's 20th judicial state attorney position. He's fighting a defamation charge with the help of John Whitehead at the Rutherford Institute. I believe uh, the correct X account is Chris Crowley 999. Welcome to TNT Radio, Chris. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. It's good to be here. 
Thanks for coming on. And, you know, I do want to discuss your case, free speech in America. And then, you know, if we have time, just your general thoughts on the state of things in America. But, um, you know, maybe before getting to the event, what happened, just, you know, a little bit about your background. You've got an interesting career. You, you, you um, served in the uh, armed forces and you're an attorney. Could you tell us a little bit about uh, yourself? Yeah, I was a prosecutor uh, down in Florida for about 15 years. Uh, and uh, now I work in federal law enforcement, but I don't speak for the federal government. Um, and uh, I did a lot of call-ups to active duty, including uh, I spent time in Kuwait and Iraq. Uh, I, the Army took me all over the place. I did about five different call-ups to active duties from the reserves. I, I actually did a total of 26 years in the Army Reserve. And I recently uh, submitted my paperwork to retire. But uh, most, a good chunk of my career was as a, a prosecutor down in Southwest Florida. And in 2018, I did decide to run for the big job, the district attorney, which we call state attorney in Florida. And so then if you could tell us, you know, what happened there, I think you were running um, uh, against Amira D. Fox, and then you made yeah, some... Yeah statements which you know just from, from my reading of it uh you know i and i first learned about this from dr joseph sansone out in florida who's been a um semi-regular guest on the program who does great work and um it, it seems like free speech but now they're coming um after you i think they want to suspend your license of attorney so yeah. what happened well they didn't really go after me for a defamation action because everything i said was true but the florida bar uh, my opponent's uh, friends filed a whole bunch of bar complaints with me. And for the past five years, I've been fighting bar complaints from the Florida bar. They're trying to take my license away for just calling my opponent corrupt. And I had evidence that there was corruption. And I talked about cases, tampering with a grand jury, failing to prosecute a murder case, failing to prosecute uh, uh, <clears throat> some uh, animal cruelty cases. What you see in a campaign for a local prosecutor's office all over the country. But the Florida bar has been trying to suspend me. And we've been fighting in court for about five years now saying you can't say that as an attorney. It's unprofessional for you in a political campaign to attack your opponent. Well, this was a partisan political race. And the Florida bar says, well, that's unprofessional. And. I don't know where the Florida bar gets this. I suspect there's been some backroom lobbying of the Florida bar and it's happening in Arizona. It's happening in California where someone says something political or does something political and the state bar goes after your license. And, and it's, it's basically become an attack on any conservative lawyer in the country. I mean, even if they call it unprofessional, in my mind, that wouldn't mean illegal. Like, you know, maybe you do something, maybe it's not professional, maybe it's a it's a, a guffaw or something It's still not uh, illegal. And I think this sounds like the perfect example of lawfare, no, where they're just using yeah. the law to come after people that they dislike. Well, they're not trying to throw me in jail. They're just trying to take my license away. They're trying to get me suspended. Um, that that's that's the problem. And they're doing this to. Uh, Dr. John Eastman, who was an attorney who advised uh, Donald Trump, the California bar has gone after him. And then uh, there's a woman on Twitter named Rachel Alexander with the Arizona Times. And she reported out how in Arizona, the Arizona bar is going after conservative attorneys. So 
it, it's become it's almost dangerous to be a, a conservative and a lawyer because anytime you say something the slightest bit controversial in a political context, they uh, immediately try to go after your license, and then you have to litigate that in civil court. Now, fortunately, no one's trying to throw me in jail, but they are trying to take my livelihood. And uh, I've asked the Florida Bar to dismiss this. Just give me a nasty letter saying, don't be don't be so loud on the next time you run for office. But the Florida Bar wants to suspend me from the practice of law. And I, it's outrageous. And it is a violation of the First Amendment. And thank God, the uh, Rutherford Institute has come in and, and we have a we have a big motion for a new hearing set for next month. And the Rutherford Institute, their attorneys have been great. Mr. Whitehead is uh, the head a, of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm a big, big fan of John Whitehead, been following yeah. his work for years. I've got a whole I should have I should have pulled it out. I got somewhere in the stack a bunch of pamphlets and books that I've got of his. I interviewed him last year on my podcast. So he's you know, he's the real deal and um yeah yeah, he's the real deal and you know i I was reading part of the brief um and you know it's 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 a bit over my head a lot of this legal stuff but you know the the brief says protecting um and allowing truthful reputation damaging statements about public officials and figures is a central concern of the first uh amendment and Exactly. I mean, don't don't we hear this stuff all the time? On you turn on the TV every night, we we hear this sort of stuff. No, we we, we do, and that's what I did. I was in a I was in a race for in the Republican primary in 2018 for the local prosecutor's office, and 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 I pointed out corruption. Um, there were some big cases. My, my my opponent, she was the chief deputy of the office. I used to work there, and I, I attacked her. I attacked her about low conviction rates. Um, she had family members in the PLO, and I did bring that up as well. Okay, the Palestine Liberation Organization. Her uncle was on the executive board. I brought that up. I, I did a radio ad. I, I did some flyers. I was on Facebook all the time. And the Florida Bar has been trying to take my license ever since. And 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 they, they have no business getting involved in a state bar should never be regulating political speech, especially with public figures. Um, and, and, and they're doing this in Arizona. And, uh, Dr. John Eastman was an attorney who advised Donald Trump. And they're saying that the memo he wrote to president Trump about the electors and what Pence could do or not do that they're trying to take away his license. And this is crazy. And what's going to happen is, um, people are going to be afraid to, uh, to step up and defend people or, or to serve as an attorney for a conservative cause. Because they're be worried about the the state bar association coming to take your license, and I've had to I've had to hire some really expensive attorneys. Rutherford is helping me out for free as co counsel. I've got a great attorney, Ferris Heindel. He's working with Rutherford as the local attorney, and hopefully this uh, motion, based upon the recent Supreme Court case, we can get this all dismissed uh, with at a rehearing. But uh, the Florida bar has taken a strict anti First Amendment stance. And and I don't understand it except to think that there may be back backroom pop political phone calls being made. And if you're not the politically popular person, your state bar association, especially the Florida Bar Association, they may come after you and try to take your license and then you lose your job. And this can happen for any licensed professionals, doctors, realtors, teachers. Uh, you know, anytime you go in a political campaign and you say, my opponent's a crook. 
Next thing you know, you got to complain against your license. I'm I'm sorry, I'm getting a little winded here. I'll let you let you talk. No, that's uh, that, that that's how we like uh, that's how I like my guests uh, to be. But uh, we're going to take a quick uh, break. We got to jump to our headlines. Now, TNT Radio News. News Flash. Now, without further ado. For TNT Radio News, this is James O'Neill. Special Counsel Jack Smith and a search warrant sent to X, formerly Twitter, requested a vast swath of information about the account of former President Donald J. Trump, as well as information on the millions of accounts that interacted with it, even those that liked a tweet by Trump in the time frame of October 2020 to January of 2021. A crew member who was recovered from the ocean after a U.S. military Osprey aircraft carrying six people crashed Wednesday off southern Japan has been pronounced dead. The common housefly, caught in the clutches of the spider's web. Every move it makes just makes matters worse. Then, dinner time. Feast on the captivating stories, videos, and helpful information on our website. Whoa. Dinner's ready. Oh, man. Escape is futile. Just one more video. Get stuck in our web. TNTradio.live. We are back with Chris Crowley, who is um, fighting uh, against, uh, you know, we we might call it the the corrupt state, the deep state out in Florida. They're trying to take away his license for no good reason for basically for free free speech reasons by the way uh you know for people on video uh these are all these these pamphlets i got from john whitehead years ago i still have them i've actually got a coffee cup as well from rutherford institute couldn't find the book it's somewhere in a stack behind me but um you know back to what you're saying you you mentioned any licensed professional you know i'm still licensed to teach uh history in the state of illinois Uh, i'm a former educator and teacher grade six through 12 uh you know same thing could happen to me uh, you know for wrong yep. think um they they could just hey we're gonna cancel your license or you can't renew it i think every five years i've got i've got to renew the license i keep it up to date you know you just you never know i might have to move back to chicago uh but it's it's crazy and just the news just before you you, you joined uh online i was reading some of the news out in north dakota the military the air force there sent a text message to the servicemen and women saying don't attend the turning point um uh, event that was there or you might be fired so if you're really? you know you're this was on the news military times so don't go to this pro-trump turning point um event you could be fired another one was just earlier this week documents where i think that the u.s government was collecting information people who retweeted uh president trump's tweets you know their data was being collected so it's like now it's a crime for citizens to retweet the president like yeah and then you know what, what, what's happening to you i mean the, the state of things in america it's it's absolutely <laughs> crazy i mean just just any quick thought on on that i mean it's like we are descending slowly into tyranny now yeah there, there's a a mass movement now from the progressive left to silence free speech and it, it's out of control and it, it and now they're going after lawyers. Uh, the Florida bar is going after me. California bar is going after Dr. John Eastman. He was a dean of, of a law school, too. Um, Arizona bar is going after attorneys there. Uh, like I said, this uh, Rachel forgot her last name. She's on. She's with the Arizona. She's with the Arizona Times. She's been covering it all over the country. And uh, Rachel Alexander. 
And it, it's stifling because attorneys are going to be afraid on who they represent, what they do, what they say. Um, I understand regulating what an attorney does in court or if he steals money from his client, then the Florida bar can go after you. But for political speech and a political campaign, for me to have to go to hearings and bring in witnesses, it's a stifling effect on the First Amendment and free speech. And uh, Mr. Whitehead's book, you can buy online. That's what I did. I bought it on Amazon last week. He wrote a couple books, but I uh, I just ordered his new book. You can get it on Amazon. Okay. Yeah, the, the the last two books, I forget the titles. One of them, I think, is Battle Battleground something. Um, yeah, Battleground uh, something. I have it over there. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've, I've got them as well. Again, he's one of the the true freedom fighters. But but also the point you make that they're going after lawyers and you know recalling COVID nineteen eighty four as I like to call it. Um, I think lawyers and you know law the, the the law and litigation. That's one of the last lines of defense against tyranny i think because yeah. what we saw with COVID, for example all our governments violated the, the constitution just an example here in mexico we've got the mexican constitution i'm a mexican yeah. citizen as well and in one, in, 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 what they, they went after the gun seizure was that in well mexico? i mean it's you, you can still own guns but they've just made it much more difficult and made it soviet where there's only one gun store and it's in mexico city and it's a much lengthier process but you know during COVID, in one of the states here they mandated uh the vaccine certificate passport to be able to buy food to go into the supermarket uh, shopping commercial centers which is completely illegal they're denying you basic you know fundamental right un charter you name it whatever uh sure. you can't buy food if you're not injected with this mysterious liquid completely against the mexican constitution and so 500 people they got an injunction with a, a local lawyer that helped them get like some sort of injunction which then overruled this unconstitutional decree by the governor and they were able then to buy food to survive uh so i think that's just an example of how the going after lawyers that's one of our last lines of defense no against tyranny yeah because sometimes you're going to need a lawyer okay it's either a civil case criminal case i mean people hate lawyers but when you need one you got to get one and if a lawyer's afraid to take it on because it's not politically correct because he's afraid if he represents you that the state bar association is going to then, then try to take his license that's insane. And and that is tyranny. And and that's what I'm facing with the Florida bar, unfortunately. Now I'm I'm feeling positive because the Rutherford Institute's come on board. I have another good attorney, Scott Tozian. Um I got a guy named Ferris Heindel who's working with Rutherford. So I'm 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 optimistic. And also the new US Supreme Court case, Counterman versus Colorado, which really codified uh free speech. Uh, particularly if someone's accused of defaming another. It depends. If the speaker truly believes it and has a good faith basis to believe it, it's it's not defamatory. And that's what the Counterman case said. And that was referred to in that brief you read. Um, so I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm hopeful for the future. But what I want is the, the state bar associations to cut this out. You know, if a guy comes into court drunk and swears at a judge, he should be suspended. He should be reprimanded. But if someone's just out talking on your show about politics and about political issues, and all of a sudden they got a bar complaint they got to deal with, 
and the, the state bar association won't say stop it no we're denying this right away that's tyranny that really is and and thank god for that mexican attorney who who took on the case and helped the people get the injunction to get in the supermarket like i said sometimes you need a lawyer and uh lawyers shouldn't have to like look behind their back to worry about the state bar association coming after them every time they say something that might be unpopular yeah i i recall being in a telegram group with that same lawyer here in mexico that was in another state in mexico i'm in jalisco uh that didn't happen in my state but i was ready in case something like that happened i was gonna do the process with the lawyer you know together with a whole bunch of other mexicans it's absolutely i mean i went out and bought a mexican constitution just to have it on hand you know to to, to read it uh <laughs> just to know my rights you know uh but also what's interesting because you're in the land of ron DeSantis, right who florida people have been fleeing california 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 new york um illinois for texas and and, and florida and as a governor i think ron DeSantis has been good against cbdc's against wokeism so is is it somewhat a, a surprise that something like this would happen in a state like Florida? Lawyers tend to be, as a group, a lot more liberal and a lot more Democrats are lawyers. Okay. The um, uh, Santos is the governor. Overall, he's done a good job. But uh, the state bar is separate. And uh, honestly, I think the leadership of the Florida bar, particularly the legal division, are more left wing, more on the progressive side. Um, I, I, Ron DeSantis really doesn't have anything to do with this. It's the Florida bar. And um, you're right. Florida is more free, lower taxes. We had a shutdown that lasted just two or three weeks. And then we opened up everything during COVID. Um, we opened up a lot quicker in Florida. There was a shutdown in Florida, but it was only, I think, three weeks. And it wasn't that bad. And then everything opened up a few weeks later. But uh, you the Florida bar and the Florida state government are two different things. And uh, I, I, I would hope that the Florida bar would learn and just drop this and, and, and don't just focus on what they should focus on, which is true professionalism in court and, and stop going after political speech. We'll see what happens. And, and any further thoughts um, on your, uh, you know, what was your uh, opponent, Amira Fox? Well, you know, if she wants to pick up the phone and tell the Florida bar to drop it, she could. But I think she's upset because um, we ran in a tough race and, and I said a lot of harsh things that were true. And uh, I don't think that she she liked it. Well, that's part of running for office. I mean, that goes back to uh, our first election for president. Um, I remember that it's, people said nasty things about George Washington. And you got to learn to grow a thicker skin and uh, let let the the past go um she said some harsh things about me i said some harsh things about her that's what you do in a political campaign trump versus biden trump versus hillary uh you have debates you go on radio shows like yours and have candidates debate you do flyers you go on facebook uh that's what the u.s is all about and and that's what free speech and and and, and our republic is all about but uh she could her chief deputy filed a huge complaint against me her former boss filed a huge complaint against me tell him to drop it you know just just move on okay i've moved on um but some people don't want to let even when they win if they don't win and, and they get a little bloodied or, or, or battered politically they get vindictive 
And that's what I see here. And to use the state bar to score a, a political uh, uh, vengeance is just wrong. And I don't want to see it happen to anyone else. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, I think, as you say, it'd be good. You know, she's she won and yeah, just, you know, let's let's uh, let's move on um, real quick. Chris, we're going to jump to our break. People can go to uh, Rutherford.org, John Whitehead's um, Institute to get more more info on your case and follow you on X at Chris Crowley 999. Uh, phone lines are open. We'll be right back. De-weaponizing weather with reality and perspective. I really don't like picking on the company I used to work for. I have a tremendous amount of respect for the people I forecasted with there, and that was at AccuWeather. And in the old days, AccuWeather was like playing for the New York Yankees of weather. It was just unbelievable. It was like the world's greatest forecasters under one roof in State College, Pennsylvania. But something has turned around over the past 10, 15 years. I think it started with the Weather Channel first, and now AccuWeather is all in on anything that has to do with global warming. Now, there's a recent blog that they put out and the headline is NOAA reports declining snowpack means worldwide food disruptions. This is the headline from NOAA. It's a UPI article. Naturally, AccuWeather is more than happy to promote this. In fact, all the media is more than happy to promote this. There's just one problem. It's not true. Food production globally has been going up. In addition, we can cherry pick the snow cover. For instance, in the autumn, the northern hemisphere where most of the land is, snow cover is going up. In the winter, it's going up. It is true in the spring, it's declining. Which, now let me get this straight. If there's less snow on the ground in the spring, don't you have a chance to raise more crops? And when you actually look at what food production's doing, it's steadily increasing every continent across the globe. Yet what does the headline say? And I can't blame, let's say, the Weather Channel or AccuWeather or whoever wants to just parrot this for the actual article. What I can say is, why don't you research it? Why don't you look and say, well, wait a minute, the food production is going up, the snow is going up. And a little bit of intuition here. Again, if spring is coming a bit earlier, isn't that good for growing food? This is TNT climate and weather watchdog meteorologist Joe Bastardi asking you to enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you got. I didn't ask to be thrown in the streets with nowhere to go. So I didn't think I'd survive. But I did ask for help, and Covenant House was there for me. One in 10 young adults will experience a form of homelessness this year. For these kids who didn't ask to be put in this unthinkable situation, Covenant House is there. Covenant House helped me break the cycle of homelessness in my family. They gave me the love that I needed. Over 2,000 young people will sleep safely in a Covenant House bed tonight. When youth who are experiencing homelessness have a hot meal, a safe place to sleep, medical care, and love, they can overcome heartbreaking challenges and have a brighter future. They just really genuinely just wanted to help me succeed, and I'm succeeding. I'm a, I'm a speaker, I'm an author. Covenant House really helped me and really helped mold me into the woman I am today. If you or someone you love is asking for help, go to safeplacetosleep.org today. This is the Hervoy Moritz Show on today's News Talk, TNT Radio. It's our final segment with Chris Crowley, attorney, Gulf War veteran. He's fighting charges out there in uh, Florida where they're 
attempting to take away his license basically for uh, for free speech reasons, he's being uh, assisted by John Whitehead of Rutherford Institutes. And I, I did find the book. I got the, the End of Man I have right here, one of his first books. And I got the 25th anniversary uh, update edition. There you go. Battlefield uh, America. Battlefield America. You, you, you got the new one. I got, <laughs> I got the old one. And uh, really good stuff. And, you know, he predicted this decades ago. John Whitehead, he said, you know, most of what I predicted in The End of Man has either come to pass, will soon be a reality talks about George Orwell, the dystopian sci-fi and with technology today, basically the government will be able to do whatever they want um, to us. You know, last year, the Department of Homeland Security permanently banned me from PayPal. Uh, people are having their bank accounts. Um, they're being debanked now. It's absolutely insane. And I think this is what I like to call one of my past guests, Jewish historian Edwin Black. He terms the algorithm ghetto. He compares it to the physical Jewish ghettos where um, you know, it, it's also the synonym for social credit system. So I think what's happening to you, um, it's it's kind of social credit. So what you did socially, you know, it's now there. It's it's having ramifications uh, beyond right. Just just speech now. You're you're being you're going to be punished, um, losing your livelihood, uh, not going to jail yet. I think that's like the worst case scenario. But you know, you're also your further thoughts uh you know if we just extrapolate on this trend you know people running for president for example what's happening to trump robert f kennedy jr you know the democratic party ran him out of the party uh now the secret service is denying him protection uh you know there's people breaking into his house multiple times showing up to his events with guns and the i mean the, I, I believe the reason secret service protection that was created for um candidates was because his father was taken out and yet they won't they will still deny him i i view that as a form uh, as well of of lawfare so you, your further thoughts on the a wider trend sort of of what's happening to you yeah there's a a definite regulation of free speech by the florida bar and uh, i think they didn't think i would fight it because i had to i've had to spend a lot of money which is fine and and i've had to uh i've had to take on the florida bar and they, they've just, they've been out of control. And, and like I said, we see this in Arizona, California. I wouldn't be surprised if after going on your show, I get an attorney from another state who says, I spoke up politically and the state bar went after me. And, and it's, it's not the job of any kind of regulation body to, to try to regulate free speech in a partisan political race. You know, I, 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 I didn't threaten to kill anybody and I didn't yell fire in a crowded theater. At a public forum talking about public issues, I called my opponent a crook. I said she was corrupt. That happens every day all over the world and nobody gets in trouble. Well, it depends what country you're in. But uh, every day someone says my opponent's corrupt. Trump said it about Hillary. Uh, I, I'm just hoping the Florida bar gets a clue after hopefully we win this motion on uh, January 18th in court for a rehearing. We're still litigating at the state level, but the Florida bar has just been out of control. Any thoughts on, you know, what, what has happened to Trump with the documents at Mar-a-Lago, the real estate stuff in New York? I think many people recognize, even people who don't support um, Trump realize, you know, the whole Russiagate stuff, That that's an example of, you know, we know that that was created by the DN, you know, but by the, the the Democrats. That was there's no evidence there. They were lying. 
um th- th- that should I they you know they should actually be going to jail for that nothing's happening and so they get away with that sort of thing but you know conservatives are the ones um getting in in, in trouble and I just feel like you know what's what's going on with Trump I know at this point we see the the Bidens have you know bigger skeletons in their uh, closet sure. you know and, and any thoughts on uh you know what's what's happening with uh team Trump sure well I was a state prosecutor for 15 years I still can't tell you what the New York case is about nobody seems to understand it it's all politics um it's a state prosecutor trying to prosecute a felony a, a federal statute Nobody understands what's going on in that court. And it seems that every time they indict Trump, whether it be in in Georgia or in New York or in the feds, his poll numbers go up 10 points. Um, I I, I don't like what's happening to President uh, Trump, uh, particularly the New York case. And and then they're charging him with racketeering in in, in the state courts in Fulton County, Georgia. I I don't think that case makes any sense either. But we'll, we'll just have to see what happens. Basically, I'm, I'm, and I think we're witnessing a pattern of litigating free speech. You know, um, if I defamed my opponent, she can sue me in court, but she knows she'd lose that case. So she got friends of hers to file complaints with the Florida bar. And uh, fortunately, like I said, there's that new, the U.S. Supreme Court has been good on this. It goes back to uh, Sullivan versus the New York Times, where long as the speaker has a good faith effort in believing what they're saying, that it's it's not defamatory. And that's what they said. Just in June of this year, the U.S. Supreme Court took a pro-First Amendment stand. It was actually a, a case about stalking, but they the just, judges started talking about what is defamation. And the defamation is basically when someone knowingly lies against you. I never lied about my opponent. I thought she was corrupt. I thought she was swampy. I thought she had a 39% conviction rate. And, and I, I backed it up with facts, figures, documents, and the Florida bar said, no, we think you lied, therefore we're gonna try to suspend your license. And that's outrageous, it's out of control. And, and the next time you might need a lawyer, let's say you need a lawyer anywhere because they say you can't go to your local supermarket because you need to have a vaccine card. And suddenly a lawyer won't take it because he's afraid their, their local bar association will go after him. That's how this might have a stifling effect. It, it really if, if if suddenly you can't get a lawyer when you need one and trust me when you need a lawyer you'll know um that that's really going to hurt freedom hurt liberty hurt the whole country hurt mexico hurt the united states that this is this is about freedom and freedom of speech i mean i consider the first amendment sacred and uh as you can see i'm animated about it but i'm just hoping that eventually we win this case and everybody can move on with their lives and thank god for the rutherford institute the i'm forgetting the quote now but the battle you know it's 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 an animated battle um for liberty against tyranny and it you know what's happening to you sort of has banana republic vibes you know something that would happen in typically in like the third world in america we're supposed to be america uh you know and so we got uh, about five minutes left Uh, you know any uh, any other thoughts on uh, the the state of things in America, we're battling this wokeism, cancel culture, which is related to what's going on here. Um, you know, cultural Marxism, economic problems, uh, the 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 swamp, right? In 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 DC, um, we got the elections coming up. 
there's I've had guests say we might not even have elections. There's talk of some sort of civil war. You know, are you uh, optimistic? Uh, your, your, your further thoughts? I'm optimistic. Um, I've had to fight this, but I haven't lost. And uh, I also see liberal Democrats agreeing with conservative Republicans about free speech. You have Bill Maher. I mean, he's a big liberal Democrat from Southern California, and he doesn't like wokeism. And he has conservatives on his show. You got Joe Rogan, who voted for Biden. You have Russell Brand, who's an admitted socialist, speaking up uh, for free speech. So there is some sanity on the left for free speech. Um, I guess I, I like to say there are liberal Democrats and there are progressive uh, woke Democrats. And the progressives want to silence free speech and the liberal Democrats don't. So I'm, I'm hopeful, I, I am, that especially when you have a handful of liberal celebrities speaking up for free speech and that that's what that's what especially in a in a political context uh context when you run for office for a partisan political office in a primary or a general election there's going to be give and take between candidates and people are going to vote on that um and that, that's the beauty and that's been going on since the founding of our country so i i am hopeful i really am yeah, and I just—I mean, looking at your case, it, it didn't seem anything out of the ordinary, and it's just like we're we're crossing a Rubicon here, and you know that's often when John Whitehead, you know, is activated at Rutherford Institute, and he's like, we're we're crossing the a red line into tyranny, and you know, he goes in there to try to pull to pull pull us back from the edge. Uh, we got two and a half minutes left. Uh, you know, any any thoughts on uh, just to take a, a different turn here, foreign policy, because you were. Um, Gulf War um, veteran, just uh, you know, there's a lot of talk of World War Three. Are, are are you sort of? Do you think that that's just hype? Do you think cooler heads might prevail? You know, any, any thoughts on our foreign policy adventures? Well, I, I am worried about the Ukraine war getting out of control. Um, I guess I was reading that they want to make Ukraine part of NATO. Um, I, I don't mind giving the Ukrainians arms to fight their battles, but. Uh, we're giving them a lot, and 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 there's a lot of corruption in Ukraine, and uh, I worry about that getting out of control. I do, and I'm hoping that Trump becomes president. I'm going to vote for Trump again, like I have before, and then he sits down with Zelensky and he sits down with Putin. He says, "Okay, you have Crimea. The rest of the country will be Ukraine, maybe some of the eastern provinces." But I'm worried about that getting out of control because Putin's not winning, but Zelensky's not winning, and it's becoming a big quagmire. And uh, I am worried about getting out of control. And um, I, I'd like to see another administration take care of it. I, I also too, I, I do fear that, that sometimes our, uh, and I only speak for myself here, that, that sometimes in the world when a, a leader appears weak, uh, your enemies see that and so do your allies. And that's why maybe Hamas attacked because they saw the United States as weak, especially when we had that debacle, when we got out of Afghanistan and everything went wrong. Um, and, 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 and now we have China threatening Taiwan. I am, I am concerned. I'd like to see, I don't think this stuff would have happened under Trump. I, I don't. Okay, because yeah, you know, Hamas, Hamas would have thought twice, Putin would have thought twice uh, about before attacking, because they know Trump's the man of action. He really is. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with you. We're out of time. Thank you for coming on TNT oh, Radio. Thank um, you for having me. Right. Is, is there is there any best website um, for us to visit of yours? Well, I, as you said, I'm on Twitter, 
But uh, I, I would say Rutherford, uh, the Rutherford, Rutherford.org. And, and if you feel like it, give them a small contribution, any of your listeners, if they want. They really do God's work. And, and they're not just sticking up for me, they're sticking up for religious freedom, all sorts of freedom. They, they really support the Constitution. They help people out. Yeah, uh, they did good and work. Thanks for having me on your show. I really appreciate it, even though yeah, I lean I, in too much. Yeah, okay. no, I, I hope you win your case. So th- thanks again.